This is analyzing the algorithm. Welcome to Analyzing the Algorithm, the greatest social media marketing podcast that you will ever hear. I'm your host, Jackson Nelson, and my co-host is online with me, Ethan Peterson. What's up? Excited for another episode. How's it going, man? Dude, I'm good. This is kind of fun doing it, doing it remote, trying something new. Yeah, this is a little weird. I'm out of town, so I had to, so we had to record remotely. Um, we're actually going through, it's called Riverside FM. I just Googled it. It looked like the best software. So I guess we'll see how it works for, for this setup. Yeah. seems like uh, going great so far. Yeah. Hopefully everybody comment down below. Uh, how's the quality? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. So, um, we're really excited for this episode. Honestly, today we have a crazy discussion about uh, Google, AI. I feel like this podcast is just becoming like an AI podcast at this point. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's just, just trending so thing. much. Like we, we, we can't not talk about it. It totally is. Yeah. And so I'm super excited um, to talk a little bit about it. First news article that we have um, is about ChatGPT of course. And to, uh, kind of summarize the article, I just threw it in chat GPT itself and told it to summarize the article. So we got a pretty good summary. Um, we'll talk a little bit about it, but it's essentially how it's affecting marketing and advertising jobs, which is definitely up our alley. Definitely to do with the podcast. Um, yeah, I think it's really interesting idea. What do you think about it? Yeah, it totally is. It actually, um, I've been using it all this week. Um, I'm generating some ads, um, and I need to come up with like, it's, it's 10 different ad campaigns or sorry, no, 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 12 different ad campaigns. And each ad can have like a hundred different keywords. And so I've been generating all these keywords just using chat GPT. Like I, I filled out a really detailed prompt of exactly what I was looking for and how I wanted to do it. And it gave me like, I probably have over a thousand keywords for these 10 or 12 ad campaigns that we're going to do. And it, it was awesome. I was like, okay, this would have taken me 10 hours to just come up with all these keywords and this saved me so much time. It was awesome. Yeah. It's honestly insane how effective it is with, especially with SEO, um, you know, like copy, of course we've been talking about it. It, it just comes up with really, um, like very good copy for algorithms, for SEO, for optimization, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. It's obviously a little bit robotic at times, but that almost is better for the SEO. Yeah, it works. And if, so if you're doing it for these digital platforms that need all that SEO and those keywords, like obviously this is the best choice. Now, when it comes yeah. to like writing copy, like it, it, I think it does a really good job to give you a good start, but it can, mm -hmm. that's, it's like something to build off of to get, you have to give it a little more human touch, I think still. For sure. And like, I've kind of figured that out through, you know, some schoolwork, some, some personal projects, some, you know, marketing, advertising stuff. It really, it does give a good layout and a good, like, 
first draft almost. Yeah. So then that way you can kind of edit, revise, and just figure out what uh, make it make it a little more human, like you said, add a human touch. Um, this article that I have pulled up is from Forbes, actually. Um, and so they did talk a little bit about how they felt it was going to affect marketing and advertising. Um, essentially what they said is it's really good at copy, which we've been talking about. Um, and it does do pretty well with natural sounding human language, but there's, um, there's a lot of, um, you know, it's, I don't think at this point it's going to take any jobs. Um, kind of what the article says is it's, it's more so a tool for marketers and advertisers, um, for the future. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I think it's like, it's, it's not going to take away jobs, but it's going to make the people who use it more, um, able to do that job. And the people that aren't using these AIs are going to kind of get lost there. It's not necessarily going to take away your job and unless you aren't using it like everyone else is using it like right. it's such an amazing tool to help all these marketers and advertisers stay up to date and like get all their work done um one of the biases that this talks about in this article is is that it has bias in its training data and lack of information on like current events mm -hmm. because it's i think it's 2021 was everything that it's up to date on but anything, I believe so. Anything since then, it's not up to date. Um, so when when ChatGPT four is released, they will have a million times more information um, for all current things. Um, but for now, like you have to kind of ex explain the the current situation in order to get the best results. Yeah, for sure. And uh, like kind of what you mentioned earlier, like. I saw a quote the other day that said something like AI is not, or chat GPT is not going to take your job. The people using chat GPT are going to take your job. Yep. Like it's such an effective tool in, in this, this field and in, in a lot of fields where like, yeah, it's a no brainer if you work in the field and it's really the people that aren't are going to get, taken over by the people that are using it yeah so that's kind of what this article talks a little bit about it, it really like it allows marketers to automate some of the routine aspects of their work um market research uh, product descriptions you know that kind of thing but like you said it does come up with bias you know it doesn't have as much data as we might hope at this point but the more that this AI develops, like the more we're going to see a huge advance towards AI use in the, in the job field. Yeah, totally. It's, it's just going to get so much better and better. It's only uphill from here We're it's just the beginning. And yeah, I mean, we've been saying that on our podcast for a little bit and it, <laughs> it's, I hope it's not getting redundant, but it, it really is such a cool thing to get started on. Yeah, honestly, I, I think about that too. Redundancy as far as like, I'm just too excited about it. I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. So it's, I hope you guys are listening and enjoying this talk. Um, I kind of almost, uh, uh like talk about, I, 
I think about AI and this kind of wave of chat GPT and AI bots and um, software as almost a gold rush at this point. Mm -hmm. You know, we're seeing a lot of advancements in AI and people using AI in their workflows. And it reminds me a lot of like the early days of the gold rush where people were just kind of hopping on and figuring it out. And the people that were there first um, were able to really utilize it. And the people that got there later had to figure out other ways to find gold or they began selling shovels or mm -hmm. equipment and tools. And that's, I think, where um, a lot of people who aren't necessarily, um, you know, deep into the field of AI are going to find a, a lot of success, you know, yeah. teaching people how to use AI, teaching people the effects that it might have on their workflow, the effects that it might have on their company and copy. And yeah, I think that going forward, this is going to be such a, a massive disruptor in all aspects of our lives. I, I agree. It's, it's changing everything. It's changing how education is too. Like I've, I've been seeing all these, um, videos and stuff that, that, oh, education systems or schools are blocking chat GPT. It's like, um, which is, is like, oh, they don't want you to learn how the future is. And it's like, no, like I understand they're trying to protect how education has been for the past forever right but now it's so different mm -hmm. and so new and where we have all this information right at our fingertips we got to be able to use ai to make us smarter and and not take away those learning skills that we need to develop um so there's the whole education uh system and how that works that's a big deal with ai right now and just totally there's there's so many opportunities, like you said, too, to just grow and build and use AI. Yeah, no, I, I actually, I was listening to a podcast. I, I, I can't remember which one it was. A lot of my, the same ideas I actually was just listening to. It's called the Vergecast. Um, and they were talking a little bit about AI and some of the, what we'll talk about later. But uh, somebody talked, said something about a professor who was actually enforcing the use of chat GPT on exams and, um, in study and that kind of thing. And it, it was interesting. The discussion they kind of had around it was it's, it's going to be a huge tool in the real world. And so like to prepare people for the real world, you have to teach them how to use these tools. Um, and the other thing is like, cheaters are going to cheat. Like you can't really stop everybody from utilizing these powerful cheating tools. Like, but the thing that you're going to see is like, if you encourage people to use these tools and learn to adjust them and like you write some copy with chat GPT and then you edit and you revise and you make it look better. Those people are going to excel way more than the cheaters who are just going to copy and paste whatever chat GPT yeah. says. Right. And you're going to be able to tell those people apart because theirs is going to be obviously, you know, AI written and very like subpar as far as quality goes, but the people who utilize it 
and edit and revise and make some adjustments, those people are going to learn a lot more and also have a huge um, bump in like quality and um, just everything. I think AI is the future. Yeah. It, and it really just will help people be set apart and um, be able to do better work, right? Yeah. It's honestly, it's funny too, because as I've been using it, like you learn a lot from the way that it's, that it outputs totally. um, information. Like you type in something for an article or an essay or whatever, and it'll come up with some good answers, but you do have to revise and you have to read through and you kind of pick up things as you go. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're using it correctly, like I feel it's, it's a great education software as well. Totally. You can learn so much. You just ask it a question, ask it to summarize something for you, ask it to give you the key points. Like it, it really is going to help people just learn. Yeah. I'm super stoked. Yeah. Um, uh, not as something I'm not as stoked about, uh, are the tech layoffs that we've seen this yeah. last, last couple of weeks. Um, it's, it's bad out there again. It's like, it's rough. I mean, it's, it, it's kind of just this idea that, uh, what's the stat? Like, 20% or 30% of the people do 70% of the work. Just this idea. Uh, that's probably the wrong number, but you know, like with Elon Musk coming no, in, it, right. And he was just like, okay, you guys aren't actually doing anything that's helpful. And all these guys are doing your jobs for you. Get you're you're gone. Like we're just going to cut down and do have the people who actually do the work, do the work. Yeah. And well, the other thing too, is we're seeing a lot of people who, were hired during 2020 and you know the following months where everything was in software and tech was just booming and mm-hmm. everybody was kind of like this is a new surge in productivity and in like everybody's buying stuff online everybody's at home they need the software they need all these tools and so all these companies like Google and Twitter Facebook all these social media companies they're <clears throat> they started to higher more than they could actually um handle yeah. like and now we're seeing a lot of come down from 2020 and some of the market crashing that kind of thing and these companies are like shoot like we don't have the money to keep these people on yeah with the economy the way it is and the recession like they they see the writing on the wall and they're trying to get ahead of it yeah so you see it actually along um, many of these companies like Microsoft laid off a, a good percentage of their staff. Um, and a lot of them came from VR, AR, um, these programs that they were really throwing money at because of Meta. You know, Meta came out and was like, this is the future. And then now everybody's like, actually, we can't, it's not giving, it's not providing us with any value at this point. But. Like we can't afford it. So they're taking all these people, they're shutting these programs down, which that doesn't mean that they're going to keep them shut down forever. Like I'm sure tech will continue to advance in that space. But at this point, it's just chaotic how, how, how much these companies are laying off people and yeah, it's it's a cruel world out there. It's, it's unfortunate, but it, hopefully it gives 
all these other companies that have been struggling with those things it gives them new opportunities to hire people and and maybe can cause some a little more diversity in the tech world and it's not these like four major companies controlling everything i think that could be for sure a potential good thing that could come from it but overall it's just it's it's hard and for those people and their families that's really hard yeah i guess i mean i guess we'll see what happens and you know you never know maybe they will be able to find good jobs and continue to you know work in the tech industry but yeah right now it just looks like bleak for anybody a little bit heading that way a little bit (laughs) yeah um have you seen did you see the i saw the girl she made a day in the life at google Hmm. um and it was like you know those tiktoks where they make the day in the lives and it's like i ate a huge breakfast and then i went to my coffee break and then i hang out with my friends (laughs) and then i did some work on my laptop for 15 minutes and then i went and got some lunch and then it's like these super cushy jobs that they seem to have or show. Yeah. Um, so one of these girls actually posted one of those about Google and then was later laid off and posted another day in the life of being laid off by Google. And it was like <laughs> so crazy Dang. to see the difference. Dang. Yeah. yeah I, I need to go watch that. That would be interesting. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It kind of. I guess it's it's good to show both sides of those things because you know not everybody, not everybody sees uh, the bad uh, more so the good. Like everybody posts about the good stuff, but I mean, it's tough. You can't like I don't know. It's hard to see people lose jobs, but it's also it, it's understanding because these companies just hired too many people. Yeah, they, and. Google, especially, um, this is the biggest layoff they've had in the entire history of the company. Like it is the first like real large scale layoff that they've ever had. So this is huge for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like job security is like something you want to be grateful for and really try hard to find. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, and this is kind of leading into our main discussion with Google's big problem, as I kind of put it. Um, they're facing a huge dilemma along the lines of, you know, the layoffs that they just had. Um, they obviously aren't able to pay all those people. So it shows a little bit of an issue within the walls of Google. The other thing is AI has come and kind of started disrupting some of their, you know, search engines, their advertising, and they're starting to see the issues that are coming from that. Yeah. Um, and then the other three, the third thing is that they're being sued by the department of justice for essentially being a, a monopoly. Yep. So they're, uh, they're gonna, they're gonna struggle for a little bit. And, and I was, I was, I was thinking like, okay, Say five, ten years from now, everyone's using AI, everyone's doing that. Like AI is going to be your search engine. You're not searching things on Google anymore. And so all like how are people gonna get um get uh 
people to their website? Like, how are you, are you there's not going to be SEO because everything's going to be an AI that finds things for you and gives you all yeah. the answers. But like for all these products and services, like, how do you know which one's the best one? How, like, is it, is it going to be more of this review system? Like we have all these five-star review places that they always get the most traffic and all these people who have the lower ratings never get anything and it's like well that's not their fault like people just it builds exponentially and it's like this whole idea of like where is google gonna stand in the next five ten years where this whole um view of ai is is changing the way we find things yeah, for sure. And you mentioned SEO there. Like Google is already running into this problem mm-hmm. where all of these websites are are easily um like SEO optimized mm-hmm. and it takes 5 seconds. You put a prompt into ChatGPT and it optimizes it perfectly for the web. Yeah. Um the problem we're seeing from that is that these dummy websites that you know that don't actually have good info are taking up space in search engines yeah. like Google. Yeah, and it's like, how much is your web, is your website actually giving me that good of information? It's like, no, I just have good yeah. SEO. Right. And then also, like along those lines, it's a money grab scheme. Mm-hmm. Like if you have 5,000 websites that are completely SEO optimized but have nothing in them, you can pay, ad, you can get money from advertising. Yep. And it's really easy. And so Google is on this, is in, um, as this article that we talked about, uh, it says the classic innovators dilemma where they're not sure what to do with AI in the way of SEO. And like you said, search engine, like it's going to be a search engine Mm -hmm. and it's almost a better search engine than Google. Obviously, as we've seen, it's not, super accurate but it it really does give you the answers you want yeah and if if chat had open access to the internet it's going to be able to give you all those things yeah for sure um one of the things that this article which we'll link down in the comments talks about uh is you know at this point google has a number of uh, software, a number of AI that they have behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. Um, And they've kind of shown these off at different uh, events and um, conferences and whatnot, but they haven't released anything for fear of the public getting their hand on it and like essentially turning it into something dangerous in, in a lot of ways. Like I think they're scared and, you know, open AI, they're just kind of taking a risk by just throwing it out there and letting anybody use it. And we're seeing the positive effects of it, but we're also seeing some negative effects. And if these like negative news stories were written about Google, it would be, it could be the end of the company. Like they have so much more to lose than open AI does. Yep. And so they're kind of trying to, at this point, they're kind of weighing the benefits versus the, 
you know drawbacks of releasing an AI software for public public use. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting, and it it just kind of makes you like worry what the future is going to be with it. Like it's so yeah. up in the air, and and with Google gone, that changes marketing so much because with with marketing, you're trying to get these these ads that your all your display ads that are going on all the websites that are people looking for, that people are looking for like Google you're not going to be able to do that and it's like okay so what am i going to do to market to these people is that now like do i only do tiktok and reels is that my advertising <laughs> like where do you where do you advertise to people yeah i mean that's that's another huge thing that they're kind of have to figure out is like if you do just use an ai how do they advertise using this ai because a lot of what google does is you pay google a little bit more to be kind of bumped up on the search engine results Mm -hmm. so you know how does that work with an ai that just gives you the answer you know those articles that it's kind of pulling information from aren't exactly being used and those people aren't able to really make any ad money and you know it doesn't drive it doesn't drive any um like traffic their way to their website their company so it's like at this because i don't know it's it's so hard to to understand to figure this little puzzle out right like google is in this point where they could be dethroned by some sort of AI and, you know, they, they, they have the resources and the, um, the AI, the technology to do something along these lines, but where does the risk kind of outweigh the benefit and where does the benefit outweigh the risk? Yeah. It's just change and change is scary no matter what. And it's like, you can't predict how these things are going to turn out. And, and that's a, maybe that's why it piques our interest so much is because we're like, oh shoot, like, what are we going to do when all this happens? Like, where are our jobs? Right. And, and I think like marketing is, and advertising is going to change. And that, that can either be looked at like, Oh crap, I'm going to lose my job. Everything I learned is worthless. Or it can be turned to okay, here's a real opportunity that I can jump in and I can learn this new stuff and I can I can take charge of that and really set myself apart from other people, but it's a lot of work. And and I love that we get to do this podcast and just talk about it and and it always sparks ideas of what we want to do and how we're going to do it. Um and it and it helps us like realize like okay there are things that we can do we're not going to lose our jobs but we can set ourselves apart and really take advantage of it here yeah i think it's honestly the the thing that i love so much about ai right now is it's taking so much of the power from these big companies like google and like other you know large firms and and consulting groups and you know these huge companies and it's giving some of that power to the people right Mm -hmm. it's it's leveling the playing field across the board you're seeing professionals who have worked in the industry for 
like 25, 30 years being like being taken or like their jobs are being taken by people who are able to utilize AI and implement it into their workflow. And like, you know, we see freelancers everywhere using SEO and optimization that chat GPT is giving them for free. Yeah. Yeah. Freelance work is going off right now. There's so much you could do in, in this freelance realm. Um, which which is what I've been trying to do a lot, just finding these these projects and these people that are like, oh my gosh, this is overwhelming. Everything's changing. How how can I do this? And it's a good opportunity for me to say, let me show you and and find ways to help each other. Yeah, and it's uh, like the other thing that we're seeing is like, kind of like what you're saying. We we have all these different AI. Um, we have text generation. We have copy. You know. We have uh, image generation, generating. Mm -hmm. We have video editing software using AI. And it's like, this is causing um, the skill level to go down and the, the, uh, what is it? The ability, like everybody is going to have the ability to edit incredible videos in seconds. Whereas like, you might have been able to do that before, but it takes a real professional who has worked for years and years and years learning a specific tool and hours of, you know, editing a person out of a video or whatever. But you're like, you can do it in seconds with mm-hmm. AI. And as it kind of gets better, we're going to see so many more people able to use these products to, uh, you know, build their own businesses and utilize you know creative content and optimize their websites and build marketing campaigns and advertising campaigns with literally simple simple tools that anybody can use yeah yeah it kind of just starts to level the playing field a little bit and the question then comes how do you stand out right for sure and i think standing out is gonna gonna be both you have to do all the work to have your your website, your SEO, your marketing. You have to know what you're talking about. But I think what's going to help mm-hmm. you stand out is really your interpersonal skills and where you can engage with people and talking to people and understanding their thoughts and their feelings and reading those situations. I think that is where people are going to be able to stand out is more of these these personal skills and like these soft skills that people have, not technical skills. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, it also, um, you kind of see that, you know, people in the future are going to have to be really good at, you know, understanding what AI can do for each company. And like the way to stand out is not necessarily going to be how good are you are at XYZ. It's more like how good are you at utilizing the tools mm-hmm. at your disposal? Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I'm really excited. You still have to know the knowledge. You still have to know how to do these things. It's just these tools are going to make everyone's job so much easier um, in the long run. Yeah. It's incredible. It's It's exciting. It really is so fun just to talk about and and kind of be on the train right like we're we're yeah. going for it yeah i'm 
super stoked on the future. Um, like I just, it's such an incredible experience to be, you know, on the forefront and, you know, in college right now using some of these tools and figuring out how to like utilize it for my benefit. Like I, I, I don't envy anybody who's deep into their career and has never had this opportunity and doesn't really know how to use it. Mm -hmm. Like I am just at the forefront of this beautiful technology that's going to put my career and essentially give it a boost that I never would have had totally without it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty fun. And for more information like this, um, for more tools, tips, tricks to stay ahead on the forefront of AI, we are here to tell you guys all the latest news and information that you're going to need. Um, especially in coming when it talks about social media, marketing, advertising, etc. We have all of the uh, knowledge. It's all up here, baby. <laughs> it's up in our heads and we're trying to get it out to you. That's right. So stay <laughs> tuned every week. We're totally, I just can't wait to keep talking more about this and see what happens. Like I, I'm excited for every single week. Yeah, me too. So good. It's been great. All right. Thanks for tuning in for this episode. Be sure to follow us on social media um, and like and subscribe. <laughs> tell us what you yeah, think. Tell us we're... tell us topics you want us to talk about. We're, we're really happy to be doing this podcast. And we're, thanks for listening. Yeah. Search us on every social media platform, analyzing the algorithm. And uh, we'll see you there. Goodbye.